What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unpaid Players, the NBA show brought to you from the fan perspective. My name is Carlos. I'll be your host. And with me today, my co-host, Mo. What's going on, brother? Chilling, chilling. We are live streaming this on Twitch. So for anybody that's listening to this on Spotify or watching it on YouTube, you can come check check out the stream live if you want to be a little more interactive. If you got any questions or you got some shitty opinions you want to offer, I'm happy to step on them. Uh, but for some reason, unknown saying that he's not hearing you. So let's fix that shit, which is extremely unfortunate. Give me some feedback there, Mo. Yo, 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 yo. There yo. we go. There we go. That's better. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, y'all even hear me say hello to y'all and shit. That's what up, Sam? What up, unknown? You know what I'm saying? It's all part of the live process, right? Some technical difficulties, some little glitches. Um, I guess before we get into really the the meat of the episode, we do want to hope and send prayers out to Tiger Woods, who was in some sort of a some sort of car accident today. Uh, car flipped, and the last thing we saw, he was in surgery to re- uh, repair some some issues to his leg. Um, so yeah, they say he said, won't be uh, playing at the Masters, but a compound fracture and a shattered ankle. God damn. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's really tough. So outside of just like the golf thing, obviously we're gonna miss him there for a little bit, but um Yeah, that sucks, but at least there was no no uh life threatening injuries, anything like that. Obviously the details don't really matter. Um just that he heals up and gets better. You know, and there's now gonna we, be a, there's gonna be a whole bunch of bullshit stories that come out, but hell yeah, press gonna is gonna press. You know what I mean? But now with this happening, right? Uh-huh. Do you think he's gonna like really try and come back, or do you think like he should just retire after this? Nah, come on, this is Tiger Woods. He ain't gonna retire. You know he'll come back no matter what because that's just always who he's been. You know, he breaks his back. He does something else, slips the disc. He just had another surgery on his back on that same area to relieve uh, pressure on one of the discs like a few weeks ago that nobody knew about. So Tiger being Tiger, he's going to come back hmm. in one yeah, way or the other. He uh, had another surgery shit. Yeah, so now with that here. being said, now like what Unknown was saying earlier, I wonder if they're going to be like, oh, well, he was – he had uh, pain meds and all this stuff in his system and what was going on there. See how they try and spin the story and what they're going to say. Yeah, and that, that's what I don't want because that, that shit's gross, man. They always trying to do some shit like that when nobody's got any information. And they always like, you know, let's let's shit on somebody because maybe they had an issue in the past. And like that shit, it, it, does, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't help anybody. It's not It's not even a real story. Like, there's no info on that, but people are going to put that shit out immediately just because they, they know they're going to get some clicks on a story instead of doing some actual mm-hmm. journal, journalism or letting somebody heal up. They, we just, we love shitting on celebrities. All we want to do is take from them. But fuck, I mean, get it, man. A little time to heal before you start throwing bombs on them. Shit don't make no sense. Shit don't make no sense. I don't know, man. It's it's always something. Well, fuck it. I mean, we got a few places we could uh we could start today, but I think Just choose one of them, bro. Yeah, I I think the place I want to start is with the dunk, 
And if everybody hasn't seen that, I do want to actually share that in the video real quick. So I know you ain't going to see it, Mo, but I'm going to share this shit so everybody else can see this fucking... This is probably going to be the dunk of the year. Right after. Oh, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, so we're going to switch in the that front. back. Why are they trying to do this goddamn Business ad? in the back. These motherfuckers. You know I don't pay for no YouTube premium. I ain't paying for none of that shit. You... Wait, wait, Mo, yeah. you pay for YouTube Premium? Yeah, but it's because, like, if I'm streaming and I'm playing music, I don't want me, I don't want um, ads and shit to be playing during stream. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, I got that shit up now. We uh, we are post ad. Let's take a look at this shit. I wasn't gonna give Ford no free press here. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, he drives a Ford. They were lucky that one. He drives a Ford. Anthony, got a Dodge, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had uh, point. That was terrible, yo. Way yeah. disrespect. And crazy thing is, is he had a dunk like this. Um, I saw somebody shared the the clip of it on Instagram like two days ago. He had a, he had a dunk like that in college where he drove straight down lane and mm. straight destroyed somebody, yo. It was disrespectful too. But that yeah. Yeah, that that is a money. Oh no 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 no! We 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 broke over here, Sans. You know what I'm saying? We well well. That's what I want y'all to think. Flexing that YouTube premium, that's what it is. But nah, yeah, that Anthony Edwards dunk. That shit nine ninety nine. That shit was something. That's that shit. That's you nine ninety nine richer than me, bro. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, that that dunk that's easily gonna be dunk of the year. I don't see anything anything surpassing that this year. But. If somebody was going to do it, if somebody was going to have something that competes with that, who's going to be the person that delivers that competing dunk? Uh, hmm. It's kind of hard to say, yo, because other than that dunk right there, I haven't really seen that many people. Like, I've seen people get dunks off on a fast break and stuff like that, or like with, with, excuse me, with room. Yeah. But... I haven't seen anybody dunk on anybody like that yet this year. So I don't even know, yo. Like, I, I honestly, I don't know who would be able to compete with that. All right, but if, if we look back to, like, last year, right, we, we know some of the people that put up some of the best dunks last year, and we know the people that have been, like, in the, in the dunk contest or who has that poster potential. So somebody's, somebody's going to see that, that dunk, and they're like, you know what, I want my clip to either – go beyond that or at least be right next to it competing so yeah i mean who's that guy like right off the top top of my head i'm thinking like john morant might try some weird shit because you know he always trying to jump over people and uh zach levine going as crazy as he is right right now i mean he could put down something serious i mean we saw that clip of him doing a 360 from the free throw line (laughs) you know what i mean i didn't want to say i didn't want to say zach levine just because it's like it's kind of like a given that like he's when anybody says or talk about dunks, Zach Levine is the first person that popped in my head just based off of like you said, we see him doing in in the offseason 360s from the free throw line and stuff like that. So that's always gonna be my number one thought. Like uh Zach Levine will probably do, do that or get a crazy dunk off. But I'm also thinking would I haven't I've never seen maybe it happened before, but I I haven't seen it. I will have to look it up. But I haven't seen Zach Levine dunk on somebody like that. Yeah, I haven't seen him dunk on somebody like that. That that's like a rare thing. There's not a lot of people yeah. that do that shit. But 
Right. So like, I would have to think of people that I've been seeing actually dunking on people. Like John Morant been dunking on people. So I think John Morant would be a good, like a good option for that. Like, cause he John Morant is ridiculous. So what is he like six? Two six three or something. I think he's six four somewhere in that range. Six four six five. But he be he's getting up when he dump, yo. And that and, and going back to the last one, our last episode. That's why I said I want to see John Morant in a dunk contest, yo. Like, cause I think he could do something serious in a dunk contest. Maybe I don't. I, like I said, I don't think he'll he'll do it. I think he's more of a game dunker than just doing tricks and shit. But John Morant would be where my money is to for someone that's trying to compete with that shit that he did. Um, I mean, there's always the LeBron possibility as well. We've seen him to have some nasty po- posters, and he's going to be a lot more aggressive now that Anthony Davis is out. And I know the the, uh, the live chat questions are rolling in. It's not really a question, but yes, it is early in the year, but not really with the season being shortened. And we're pretty much a little over a third of the way through the season already, anyway. So, I mean, it's not a it's not that it's too early or too late, but also that dunk is so special that it's kind of easy to be like, you know what? That's probably one for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's a that's kind of an easy one to peg, e- even if it's not the one, which I don't see how it's getting sur- surpassed. Somebody's going to have to pull, like, completely jump over somebody. Uh, if it's not the best one, it's going to be one of the best. Yeah, Top that dunk could have happened the first week of the season. I would have said that was dunk of the year. Yeah, I mean, shit, it's better than every dunk that happened last year. <laughs> yeah. so, and just for the simple fact that, like, he got the ball and he was setting up to shoot a three. He was about to shoot, and then he saw, like, oh, hell yeah, I'm about to take off. And then he just went beeline it straight for the rim and just, oh, my God, yo, that, that was just disrespectful. Yeah, you know that, dude. His his feelings are hurt because, like, he's known as, like, a defender, uh, Wantanabe. Mm-hmm. He's known as a defender mm-hmm. that comes off the bench, good shot block and all that shit. But he wasn't – yeah, that shit hurt his reputation a little bit. I mean, everybody gets dunked on, but that's a different level of disrespect. I hurt his back, too, the way he landed on that damn ground. Yeah, that was like Kobe on Dwight Howard. You know what I mean? Like, that was like DeAndre Jordan on – Oh. Oh, boy, on that uh, alley-oop. Yeah. That's the only yes. difference is he didn't, just, he didn't go – from going up for the block to going down on the ground flat like that. That's the only difference, yo. Yeah, that that's why I went with the Kobe on Dwight Howard because it was kind of like the same thing. Um, do you you remember that one, right? Mm-mm. Oh man, I'm about to pull that shit up. People, uh, people gotta see that shit. Uh, I'm gonna wait a second in case there's an ad on it. This bitch too. Uh, but that, that video is grainy as hell. We're gonna skip that. Y'all looked that up on your own time. Uh, <laughs> that that is a nasty looking video, but that that I'll, I'll, I'll send the uh, hang on, I'll show a photo of that shit, just like the still from it. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me get the uh, let me show the web share here. Oh, that was bad. You see that shit? Did Dwight? Yo, hold look at Dwight. Up, yo. Look at Dwight, bro. Look at him. Look at him. He look like he died. Yo, he got his arms back and shit. Look yo, at that shit. Yo, the crazy thing is, is like how he, yo, it's like Kobe <laughs> sitting on his underarm, his armpit and shit, and he just got him all twisted up. Like, did he yeah. even try and jump on that? No, no. It was kind of the same way. I don't know if he was like late to it and was going to try and jump. 
and then mm-hmm. just didn't get off the ground. Like you really got to see the video of it. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't really want to waste everybody's time like speeding through to try and find a good clip. The one that came up real fast was kind of grainy, but that dunk, you got to look that shit up. Just yeah, I'm, I'm definitely about to look that up when we get on because <laughs> that that was that's that still right there is like yo, what the hell? How you even get in that position? Yeah, and and if you look at that still next to the still from the Anthony Edwards dunk, mm-hmm. it's remarkably similar. Wontanabe's like thrown back, you know what I mean? Arms all up, and same thing. Head above the rim, arm just smashing that shit through. Man, yeah, rest in peace to that boy. Right. <laughs> Fucking out of here. So I guess picking up kind of where we were last week, I know we were talking about a lot of trades and a lot of things going on. There's a some new rumors hitting out. Well, one of them's no longer a rumor. It was a rumor yesterday and then this morning. And then by the time we're here, this shit's already been confirmed. And there's, uh, but the Rockets have released DeMarcus Cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that this morning. Yeah, so they there was a talk. There was talk for like the past few days about them like going their separate ways. And then, yeah, so it's kind of strange because, you know, they, they signed him. They guaranteed his contract like, a week ago, they guaranteed mm-hmm. his contract for the rest of the season, and then like a day after that, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go our separate ways." And there's like rumors or shit going on that you know he wasn't happy with the amount of minutes he was getting, how he was playing too much behind Christian Wood, and to me that sounds a little funny, given that he's been on like three one-year non-guaranteed contracts because of the uh, the Achilles and the ACL and all the injuries he's been battling back. So something to me that doesn't quite ring true. I feel like there's more there they're not saying, but it, I have a hard time believing that Cousins would be arguing about playing, playing time. time. Yeah, if, yeah when am I fucked up there? still like playing. I, I don't know. You're like, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. It's, it is weird that they will release him after guaranteeing his contract. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, if you guarantee his contract, then things are obviously going right. I mean, coming off the injury, yeah. he's, play, he's playing well, he's scoring, he's getting back into better shape. Like, he's looked decent. And him being released means that every team in the entire league is going to want to sign him. Because apparently the Rockets are the only one that have no use for him, even though they're down in the standings. Mm. It's not a big contract. It's like two, three million. And with them releasing him, they're still going to be on the hook for like a mil and a half of it. So how is it that Houston can't find any use for him, but every other team in the league is seemingly going to be going after him? Um, Maybe Houston is just uh, some dummies right now or something. But maybe it's like... Maybe... I see. Maybe they found out... Like maybe he got like some 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 medical stuff wrong with him or something that they just like, you know what, we just gonna release you, you take your little your little your your two, three million or whatever it is. <laughs> go on, Rich and, Mo, say it, your little two mil. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, that's, that's, that's little to yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. Like damn, give me two million and release me. I'll take that. But um <laughs> yeah, what if it's something like a lot deeper that they just not putting out there right now that's going on with them? Cause I don't think that why would if he's healthy, he's playing well, they guaranteed his contract. Why would they release him? Yeah, I don't know. So and maybe trying to try make up that he was complaining about playing minutes and stuff like that. Like I won't see. And even if he was complaining about his his playing time and uh, playing behind um, Woods or whatever, 
there ain't no reason to release somebody. Yeah, because he because went from complaining about his playing time. Yeah, he went from playing well to getting his minutes reduced to basically being benched, and like, what the hell happened there? Like that doesn't. I don't understand that specifically when they brought him to Houston to play alongside John Wall again. John you know, Wall. Yeah, like reuniting that friend that friendship from from college. So it's it's a really a strange situation and. I don't really think it's a medical thing because of all the other teams looking at him. If they released him, there would have had to be like there would have had to been an injury report that went along with it. Because if he was injured, then they would be able to claim a contract exception and they wouldn't have to take the actual money hit on it. So mm-hmm. with them just releasing him and still being on the hook for the rest of the money, I don't understand like that that tells me he's completely healthy and there's no injury. Yeah, so none of that should make sense, you know. Yeah, like but there's something I'm, that they, there's something they're not saying, right? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, they, I, they hold something back. Yeah, most definitely. At, at least, at least that's what I think. But I guess the real question is now, who's gonna sign him? Who's gonna? Because I feel like this is one of those times where Cousins is actually gonna have a bidding war, right? He doesn't actually have to go to the lowest veteran minimum because he's already got mm-hmm. some money guaranteed coming to him from Houston. And he's going to have the rest of that picked up by another team. And he could earn other incentives if they wanted to restructure or do something to that effect. So where does he land? Do you think he could possibly, and this is what everybody would probably think because they need a big man, but do you think he could possibly land in Brooklyn? Uh, no, nope. I don't think he's going to go to Brooklyn because I don't think he yeah. would want to go back and play with James Harden because James Harden <laughs> pissed him off. Nope, he ain't going to go to Brooklyn. Yeah, he already got a champion. He, did he get a championship? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, you took that straight oh. away from me. Um, you took that straight the away from me. That's hilarious. I read something about the Lakers didn't give him a, a, a championship ring or something. Mm, the I'm pretty sure they did. Well, if he got a championship already, even though he didn't play, I don't think he would go to Brooklyn just because just because he think that they're gonna win a championship because I don't think he liked James Harden after that shit in the beginning of the season. So I, I would I would say no to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's true. But also the other thing in Brooklyn is that's not the kind of big man they need. Like Bo- Boogie is more of like a he's like a stretch big. He's not a good like rim protector. They need defense. They don't need just you know they they need a starting center. They don't need eight ten. 12 points and not a lot of rim protection. You know what so I mean? Where would you go? I mean, I the thing that pop, popped out to me immediately was back to LA. <laughs> to Lakers? Yeah. He's not going to go to the Clippers. He can't go to the Clippers. Um, but uh, they're, they're, uh, they have an issue. They have a contractual issue. Um, let, me, let me look up exactly what that was. But there's two teams he can't go to. Uh, because because of the way their roster is structured, um, but L.A. seems like a reasonable place because Anthony Davis is hurt. He can give mm-hmm. him a little bit of that stretch big man thing that they're going to be looking for, um, and it's a team that he was already at and won won with. They know who he is. There was no issues there as far as you know chemistry or wanting more playing time or anything like that. And he, he's going to be going back to them healthy, unlike the last time he was there where he got hurt very rarely and played almost no minutes. But nothing, pretty much. So I don't – that seems like a really – that seems like a really obvious landing spot, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe 
maybe, maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way, but I feel like there's a lot of teams that could absolutely use him, including like the Hawks. They could use some help. The Blazers could use some extra help uh, with their big with uh, Zach Collins mm-hmm. and Nurkic being out. Like, nah, he don't need to go to uh, Portland, bro. Why? He had enough injuries. <laughs> you don't think Portland staff Portland staff gonna put the curse on him? <laughs> yeah, he, if, if he go to Portland, he might as well just retire, yo. <laughs> That's a guaranteed Portland injury. Is not the spot. In there. <laughs> nope, stay his ass away from Portland, yo. Bro, that is a terrible thing to. That's a terrible thing to think, bro. I want you know. I wonder if Portland has anybody on their like health and uh their strength and conditioning or their uh their training staff that came from New Orleans. Because remember, for a long time, everybody that played in New Orleans was getting hurt. Like Anthony Davis was hurt every year. Like they couldn't keep anybody on the floor. So I wonder if when they made some change changes there, any of them landed in uh any of them landed in uh in Portland and they brought the bad juju right over there. Nah, yo, because remember the the injury bug. Goodness gracious, the injury bug goes back way back. Brandon, uh, what's his name? Brandon, Brandon Roy, Roy days and shit. Brandon Roy, like, Greg Oden. He, yeah. So this ain't nobody coming from from New Orleans. That shit been in fucking Portland. Yeah, whatever the uh, whatever the curse is of the Portland big man. That's a that's tough, man. That's tough, but. So who else? Where else do we land here? Where else can we? Where else can we put him? Um, what about Golden State? He had a good run there. But same thing in Golden Run. Uh, Golden Run. Golden State. He was injured most of the time. He was there too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was injured when he was there. There too. I think that was his first stop when he had the first injury, and then LA was the second stop. But still, that's another yeah, team he, that that could use some more he help. Got on the there. Inside. They signed him, and um, before the season started. For like two, I think it was like two and a half million or whatever. He played a couple games, got hurt, was out for a large amount of the season, came back later in the year, and then that's when he like, I think it was like right when the playoffs started or something like that, and then that's when he like tore his damn quad or some shit, like some crazy-ass injury like that. So he barely even played in Golden State. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe he just needs to keep his ass off the West Coast. Go to the East Coast. Go to the Knicks. To the Knicks, <laughs> yeah. Go, go to, go to Charlotte or, or Charlotte can use a big man. Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte can use some more help to go along uh, with Miles Bridges. That could be a good landing spot. That's a young team. They like to get up and down. They like like to run. You get another veteran in there, a little more help. That could that could be a decent landing spot. Yeah, yeah. He needs to just stay off the west, yo. Just go somewhere in the east. Anywhere in the east, that's where he needs to go. Well, how east about the Mississippi and shit? Uh, how about one more West destination for you? There um, with the other team, the other team that's looking to move their big man, Dallas. Cause Oh, with Paul well, Porzingis and shit. Yeah, rumors came out but today then, that they're shopping him around. But then you're gonna shop him around, you're getting rid of one injury prone person for another injury prone person. So it's yeah, like but, but one injury prone person you're counting on to be the second star, the other injury prone person you're counting on to just be a rotation player that's true so if you move porzingis if the rumors are true and they manage to move him for a price that they think is good one mm-hmm. is what do they get get for him i guess that, that's pretty much probably more what they're doing they're probably just like testing the market to see what the value is for him. but if they see something that's attractive and they move him they move him out they're not going to get another porzingis there isn't another seven foot two three-point shooter just out there 
they're going to mm-hmm. have to either get get smaller or they're going to have to do something. But either way, it's going to leave another gap on the inside because they're only going to be left with like Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber, and then their their giant uh, Bo- Boban. Boban, yeah. Yeah, so they're going to need another stretch big big man like Kleber can shoot. But mm-hmm. if you can get another one of those, um, that might be that might be something to look at as a backstop if you're really trying to come off Porzingis and maybe you're trying to land Bradley Beal or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what should Dallas get for him? I, I will say this: didn't Dallas gave up a lot to get Porzingis, right? They gave up. A, they gave up a lot, not as much as they should have, but they did give up a good amount. Um, but a lot of their, a lot of the stuff they gave to the Knicks was all like the draft picks where they landed was all dependent on where the Mavs finished. So it, it's a lot, it could be more than what it actually is, but there's a good chance those picks may be pretty high or pretty low in the draft. Not a, not a great pick, but they have enough, they have enough cap room and picks to play around with if they really needed to make a move. Oh, okay. Well, this shit. I don't think wherever they, wherever they, or whoever they trade with for Porzingis, I don't think they're gonna get a lot, like nothing crazy for them. No, they probably won't get anything crazy, but maybe it's enough to make the contracts work. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wonder what is Porzingis' contract. Let me see that real quick. I got you right here, bro. Current contract. Current contract. So he is locked up until the end of the 2023-2024 season he's making 29 and a half mil this year 31 and a half next year 33 almost 34 in the 2022 so there's a long time left on him so they've got yeah he's on a five-year deal with four left the 2023-24 is a player option which he better pick up because it's a 36 million dollar player option um <laughs> that's a that's a good batch of money so that would make it yeah. attractive if there if there's another team out there that really thinks that they can put Porzingis to use. Um, but the contracts work from the money side if you're signing another max player. Mm-hmm. It allows you to come off a, a significant amount of money and freeze up cap, even if they don't get the trade they want now, maybe in the offseason. That's how they look at clearing cap to sign like Beal or somebody like that. But then my thing is, is like, what team is going to want to take on that crazy ass contract with a possibility of not getting any type of really much production out of him with like him being injured so damn much? Now, if somebody was to pick him up and then it worked out like he wasn't like his in- the injury bug or whatever just left his body and he had a good four years of good health, yep. right? Then that'd be perfect because he could he could he'll do some work and damn I didn't know he was seven foot three god damn yeah he's, he's that's nuts giant. I thought he was like six eleven seven foot no, I didn't no, know he was no. seven three oh that's yeah. nuts and he's a legit but, um, seven three not an NBA lion about the height seven three yeah that's crazy but um yeah if if that's how it plays out then I would think it'll be good with whoever um picks him up and it'll be worth the money but like. That's I think that's gonna be in the, whatever team's head. Like mm, last couple of years, he really ain't been that healthy. Do we really want to spend this much on him? And when we could like put that somewhere else, like that's gonna be a tough decision. If I was a GM of a team, I probably I probably would not take that that uh that chance. 
possibly. But also, if I was the GM of Dallas, I'm th- I'm probably thinking the same thing that you're thinking, right? What are the other GMs out there going to give me for him? And is it right that is it smart that I'm shopping him at all this early? Like, he's recovering from an injury. He's still getting back. You know, he's getting his feet under him. Sure, he's not playing great right now, but are you going to dump him based on 11 games coming off of an injury? And you're going to risk not getting any return on him because everybody's going to have that same injury bug, or they're going to use that against you in the trade negotiations. Or do you just keep keep him and see if you can add another piece to kind of take the workload off him in the short term and then possibly have a crazy big three going into next season? Because right right now I don't see I don't see Dallas doing anything this season with the way they're playing. I no. think they they regret the Curry trade. They're nowhere near where they should be. I still think they have time to play back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're worse than they were last year, and they know they need to make make a move because even if they make the playoffs, I don't think they're a championship contender this year. It doesn't seem realistic. So yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's really playing for the year after. They do make it. Yeah, even if they do make it as a eight seed. They ain't doing shit. They're gonna get bounced in the first round. Exactly. So is it is is it really worth it to dump Porzingis, or do you just let him play through the rest of the season, play play his way back into shape, try to make a good acquisition in the off season to give you a solid third piece? Because there's gonna be some good free agents out out there, and there's gonna be plenty of people looking to be traded or move off teams that are give, giving up or quitting on actually being, you know, having that next option player. Um, mm-hmm. Is it just smarter to wait the year out, get through the off season, and see if you're actually going to get something useful out of him? I mean, he could fall into shape in the bat in the final third of the season. But if you give yeah, him, I on think it so that early, would be the way. I think that would be the the way that Dallas should move with it is just like just keep him. Don't even try and shop him around or or see like who's interested in anything like that. Just like you said, just let him play in the shape. Lowood limit his damn minutes just so you don't run into the issue of him possibly getting hurt again let him let him get get back into the swing of things have a a a, a good off season and come back next year with him like straight from the jump like i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't i only i was surprised to even see that when when you had brought because i haven't heard anything about that i was surprised when you had sent that to us when, when talking about the trade rumors or whatever for for Porzingis, I was like, you getting they trying to trade him. I didn't even know that they was trying to trade him. That's surprising it, to me. I didn't know that either. It was just something that I saw come up today, so I wasn't aware of it. It was just like a rumor that came out there that people that the the Mavs are currently entertaining offers or shopping them around to see what kind of return they could get from them. So that's a mm-hmm. that's an interesting thing because if you're I don't know. It sends an interesting message, right? Because if you're the Mavs and you're like, hey, you know what? Let's just see what we can get get for him. What kind of message does that actually send to the player? Like, if they're just shopping me just just to see what I'm worth on the open market, are they even planning on me being here for a long term after they just signed me to a five-year deal? Right. Like, how does that fuck you up in the head? Yeah, I'll fuck somebody head up, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know exactly how how that goes about. I mean... I'm sure all players deal with it a little different, but that would mm. probably fuck me up a little bit. It's like a little bit of mixed messaging, right? It's like, hey, yeah. we want you to be be here. You're going to be the big two with with uh, Luca. We're going to get you guys some help, or this is going to be the new Nash and Nowitzki, you know. But I mean, those two didn't win a title together either. Yeah. Damn sure did. <laughs> I mean, they 
they had to move off of that before that actually happened. Um, but there's there's possibilities there. But on the other side of that, if the Mavs do come off of uh, Porzingis, they do have serviceable big big men that can protect the rim, but they just don't have like that stretch cause, besides Kleber. So you have Kleber, but you don't have you won't have like the mobility and the seven foot foot three ness that is Porzingis, but you'll still have mm-hmm. like Cauley Stein there. You'll still have Boban, so you'll still have some defensive players. So if you can get enough return to get some good extra an extra score on the wing to mm-hmm. make up like shooting to make up for what you lost with uh, Seth Curry, and if you can get some somebody like that to put next to uh, Luca, it might not be the worst move in the world. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I can kind of. I know who they, when they when they got when they traded um, Curry, they got Josh Richardson, right? Yeah, Josh Richardson. Yep. Yeah, that was a bad move. Terrible trade. They they thought they they were going to get a three and D player who's still going to be a good spot of three point shooter, even though he hasn't been that since his rookie year, and then be a decent wing defender, and that shit's kind of blown up in their face. While Seth, yeah, Seth Curry is fucking. Kicking ass over in Philly, and he played like he played mad good for them last year too. Yeah, he Seth played. Curry. He played amazing. Yeah, Seth. Wow, that was the dumbest shit ever. Like, why would you trade him after he had that type of year last year? And he was balling in the bubble too. Yeah, hundred percent. He's he's he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's he's a fantastic player, but it's it's that same thing. They thought what they thought in order to get over the hump, they needed. They needed another wing defender, which they did, but they didn't need to do that at the expense of their scoring. Yeah, super move. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this: if you're if you're Dallas, would you trade Porzingis to the Hornets for Terry Rozier and some other little mix of things? Do you come off of? Do you come off of Porzingis with some mix of picks or whatever they got to do to make the money right? Because I think the contracts are pretty incongruent. Um, do you come off of Rozier to add a wing scorer who can shoot the three to put next to Luca, and go with the big man rotation you have? And if you're Charlotte, do you like having that addition of a stretch of a stretch big to put next to Bridges and Lamelo, Gordon Hayward? You still got Devonte Graham to shoot it like. Does that seem interesting to you? I don't really think. Do you really think uh, Dallas needs Terry Rozier though? I think they need somebody else outside that can create their own shot. Josh Richardson isn't that. Uh, Hardaway's a spot up shooter. You know, like that they they don't really have anybody else that can really create their own shot. That's why Luca's averaging close to thirty a game and his minutes are through through the roof because he's creating shots for other other people, but still has to score thirty to get it done. And when he goes out of the game, they ain't getting shit. Where's your offense going through? It's the same thing. Like it, yeah. We'll leave it there. They're not really getting it. So, yeah. If, if you can pass that offensive load to somebody else, you can let Luca do some more off the ball or some strict playmaking while somebody else can actually create their own shot. Somebody else to take the bailout shot. Mm-hmm. Why not? I don't know. That'd be interesting. I don't know how Porzingis would fit in with. With the um, the Hornets, yeah, 
Yeah, oh, the, uh, it's tough because they, the Hornets play fast, you know. So it's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of up and back. It's a lot of running. I mean, that could be taxing on his body, but Charlotte also likes to play small, so that could also get get him some uh, some rest and not have not have him have to play as many minutes. So I mean, yeah, I don't know, yeah. yeah, it's it's a weird one. When I was looking around to see like where Porzingis would go, I didn't see a lot of things that would just absolutely stand out. Like, yeah, that's the right place. It honestly, if I would just leave him in Dallas. In Dallas. <laughs> yeah, just just stay as in Dallas. <laughs> uh, the only other place that might be interesting, the only thing, the only other place that became interesting to me was um, Boston, because I think they need. They need some help in the middle as well. I mean, Drummond would probably be better for them than Porzingis, mm-hmm. but because yeah, really, do they? they I think I think um, Boston's issue is they need uh, more interior defense than another like stretch. I told yeah. you, I told you, Tristan Thompson wasn't it, bro. You now you're right. You're right. He's he's not doing what I thought he was gonna do for them. He hasn't been as good for them. You are 100 percent right on that. I'll uh. Ali Crow on there. I was I was never sold on Tristan Thompson, bro. Like he better be he better send LeBron birthday cards, <laughs> Christmas cards, Thanksgiving cards. I don't even know if they make Thanksgiving cards, but Thanksgiving cards, Easter cards, whatever holiday and fa- Father's Day. <laughs> he better be sending all of them cards for their birthdays, yo, for him getting him that money and in Cleveland, yo, because whoo. I ain't see it. Yeah, if if you're LeBron, do you start char- charging a tax to all the players that sign a con- uh, contract what? while you're on the team? Like it's like the mob. You got to give give me a cut because everybody seems to look better playing next to LeBron. <laughs> I would. Like yo, you gotta give me two percent. Like where? Listen, I'm gonna hit you with some extra passes. That's all you got to do. I'm gonna make you look crazy good going into this contract season, but you're gonna have to cut me in on that. I'm gonna need mm-hmm. a. I'm gonna need a piece off the top. <laughs> hey, you gotta give me something because they he Le- LeBron got a lot of people paid paid that ain't do shit after they got paid. But we ain't yeah. gonna get on that though. We ain't gonna get on that. That could be for another uh another another show with when Mel here because you know how Mel used to or well, he loved to talk about how um nobody wanna you know his argument with with about LeBron and shit. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants, wants to play LeBron with him. He always well, everybody does this when they play with LeBron. That's his fault. Yeah, no, no. Everybody be, wants to play that could with be LeBron. Another episode. Everybody wants to play with LeBron because everybody wants to get paid. But that motherfucker got some people paid. He probably could have got me paid if I would have went to Cleveland. You damn right. And I would have worked. I would have worked on my shot. If you just need me to be a spot up shooter, shit, what? I'll be right there. No worries. I'll be in the best shape. I'll be putting in. I mean, yeah, I could shoot a pretty high percentage. I mean, I ain't never gonna get get the chance, so I'm gonna talk all the shit shit in the world. All the shit. All what? the shit in the I'd world. Been like Listen, 40, I'd have yeah. been like 49% from the three. 49, right? 69%. Fuck it. And I'm gonna have the highest the highest three point percentage in NBA history. I'm gonna take one shot. So dark. I, I don't know. You know, cameras adjust, they do what they want. It's getting dark outside here on the wet west. Trying to set the mood on Twitch. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna get the sa- the saxophone dude showing up. Real, start playing some damn Kenny G in the background and shit. <laughs> oh, well, we got another announcement today. 
to follow okay. up on the announcement from last week, we got the All-Star Reserves announced today. Oh, where they at? They on the NBA joint? Yeah, right on the NBA main, main page. It should be one of the top stories if you scroll. Uh, let's share the screen here real quick. For the West, we got Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Dame, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion. On the East, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, ah! Vucevic, and uh, Ben Simmons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we playing the same game. Let's start in the West. Who doesn't belong? Who doesn't belong? Yeah. Um, who doesn't belong? Who's the odd man out? To be honest with you, I'm not mad at that right there. Can some people or one or two people get swapped out? Maybe, but I'm not mad at that because Anthony Davis, well, well, Anthony Davis shouldn't have been on there because he's not even going to play. Why would they even put him on there? Like, yeah, there, there's going to be somebody not, that replaces him. Yeah, yeah. But Anthony Davis, not mad at that. Paul George is actually playing really well so far. Rudy Gobert, he's playing pretty good. Damian Lillard should have been a starter, as we said last week. That's a fact. Um, Donovan Mitchell, balling. Chatter teeth. Yep. Chris Paul. <laughs> Got uh, the Suns looking like a, a totally different team. And Zion doing this thing too, but I would say out of the seven of them right there, if I was to swap anybody out, I would probably swap out Zion. Really? Who are you swapping out Zion for? Um, shit, now you put me on the spot like that, man. I'm just saying, like, if, I mean, if, if just... you had to tell me to choose one, yeah. I would choose him to get swapped out out of all of the other ones. But damn, I got to think about that. Who all I would right. swap them out with. So you're okay with Paul George over Devin Booker? I'm not mad at it. Really? Okay. I would I, mean, I would take Zion up out of there and put Devin Booker on there then. I, yeah, I mean, I like Zion. I probably would have swapped Paul George for Devin Booker if I was a. Uh, obviously, if if it was just me making the picks, that's where mm-hmm. mine definitely would have gone. And then I know, I know he's missed some time, but I'm having a hard time. I'm having a little bit of a hard time with John Morant not being an All Star. Yeah, he go crazy. Going crazy, yeah. He's like nineteen and eight right right now. I mean, Memphis is balling. I and he's the, one of the most exciting things to watch in an NBA court right now. So I have I take a little bit of an issue with Memphis with a uh, John Morant not being an All Star. So sure, out of that right, seven, yep. Who would you replace with John Morant? Mm. Mm, right back at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mitchell's got to stay. Chris Paul's got to stay. It's yeah. I swap Paul George for Devin Booker. Yeah, I don't. It would have to be Zion, maybe. But it's it's tough. I'm I'm having an issue with that. 
Like I, I understand, I understand Zombie in there. I can't take that away from him, because um, he is playing well. But there's something wrong about John Morant not being there. The question is, do I want to go that far? Mm. Yeah, Zion's yeah. got to stay. Zion's got to stay. Yeah, I can't, I can't swap him John out. Morant got his, got to wait until next year and shit. All right, but that leads us to the next problem, right? I mean, I, I guess it's a fair trade because John Moran got rookie of the year. Zion didn't play, but Zion makes the All Star team this year, so <laughs> I guess it's a Zion also didn't play half the damn season last yeah, year. Yeah, he didn't deserve to. He didn't deserve to get a yeah, vote. He, even though got, he did get a lot of votes. He, he got, got like, rookie of no matter what. Yeah, he got too many votes. Period. He shouldn't have got that that many votes. But now the question is, since we know Anthony Davis isn't going to play, who gets that slot? Is it John Morant? Is it Devin Booker? Who gets that slot to replace Anthony Davis? Now, being that Anthony Davis is a center, power forward, whatever. I don't do, think that matters gonna, for the bench. That's what I was going to say. Like, if it didn't, if they had to replace him with that same position or somebody that the next one down from him in that position, then I would say whoever the next one down is. But I would, yeah, I wouldn't be mad with Devin Booker. Yeah. Devin Booker, he he never made All Star game. Not that I know of. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at Devin Booker. Yeah, and he's he's absolutely balling. He's a uh, even with Chris Paul showing up, he's close to career highs. I think he's like two points per game off career high. Phoenix is playing well. I mean, he's it's he's having a damn good season. His numbers are pretty much in line with Paul George, um, and his numbers do edge out Memphis. Phoenix is higher in the rankings than Me- uh, than Memphis, so I could see him getting that nod. Uh, oh, he did. He did make the All Star game last year, nineteen in the nineteen twenty okay. season. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad with them putting so, them not last year, the year before. Yeah. yeah, so so not really much of a fight there. Then on the uh, on the West, we leave everything. We plug. Oh, Devin boy Booker. from um um Sacramento too, yo, De'Aaron Fox, yo, he balling too. De'Aaron Fox is balling. Um, he needs to do more. Um, not not that he's not doing a lot, but it's not enough. He is averaging a career high in points this year. He's at like twenty two, so that's a that that's a good start. He's close to career highs in assists per game. Uh, but Sacramento is woefully under under uh performing, and all the reserves are voted by the coaches. So I think you're gonna get a little more of that team success being played into uh the selections. Which is probably why John Morant kind of dropped off, but it doesn't really explain Zion since he's a slot below Memphis and they're currently not even in the play-in uh, yeah. slot. They're in eleven. So um, I mean, there's a yeah, lot of ways you can look at that. Shit, no way. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. All right, so if we're pretty much set there, let's uh, let's look at the East. Um. What do you think? Um, we probably both ain't don't have no issues with who's on there. I know you might have issues with two. You might swap out two. But I'm just going to swap out one. Ben okay. Simmons shouldn't be on there. Tell me why. For the same shit that we've been talking about the last, what episode we on? Nine? Yeah, but I was about to say, you know I agree with you, but I'm just saying. like The last yeah. nine, eight, the, the previous eight episodes that somehow we end up talking about Ben Simmons. He shouldn't be on there, yo. 
What is he doing to make him be on the all-star all-star team? So I'm gonna give you the argument that everybody always seems to give whenever they they try to cover for Ben Ben Simmons. They always say he's probably one of the best defenders in the league. What do you guys think about Ben Simmons for defensive player of the year? Is he improving? Is he regressing? Is he like it's always that same shit. They're like that he can do so many other things. He does so many things that don't show up on the stat sheet. That's that's really the extent of the Ben Simmons argument. <laughs> what does he do that don't show up on a stat sheet, bro? I, I'm not what? sure. So I'm trying to figure out how he's winding up as an all-star. Well, to be fair, 100%, I agree. There's no way he should be an all-star this year. He also shouldn't be defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert is just so it's just heads and head and shoulders above him. I think they gave him an all-star nod just because Philly is in the number one slot. I think coaches and the media and everybody else, they have a habit of saying, well, the teams that are doing really well, they're in the top three slot. They deserve to get more than one all-star, which I don't really understand how that works. It's a player thing. Either the players yeah. deserve it or they don't. Um, but once again, he's not, Ben Simmons has done nothing to really show that he's making an improvement. Everybody will point to his one career high game and they're like, listen, he's playing at a new level, but in reality, he's not. When you look at the stat sheet, he's, you know, he's right in line with his turnovers. They're not going down per game. He's averaging a career low in points, which is being artificially bolstered by the, the, you know, the one, two large games he has, but he's had a career low in points. His assists are right in line with what they have been, but it's the second lowest in his four seasons. His rebounds, uh, once again, right in line with everything. And, like, there's nothing that's showing improvement. There's nothing that's standing out. The only thing that's carrying him to an all-star nod, even though it shouldn't, is the Sixers' record. And... Mm -hmm. And the Sixers' and it, record is only Embiid. And it's the thing too, like they, I think they, they putting a lot of uh, stock in is like, all right, yeah, he averages sixteen points, but then he averages eight rebounds and then eight assists. So it's like, oh, he almost averages a triple double. Hmm. If they was to take him off, right, and then even like, all right, well, we got to put somebody else on there from uh, Philly because we want Philly to have two All Stars. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't be mad if they swapped his ass out and put Tobias Harris in there. No, and Tobias Harris is having a a much better season, especially compared to last year, and his numbers are better than Simmons as well. I mean, he's averaging over twenty a game on a winning team. He's his rebounds are right in line at just about eight a game. He's still putting up three assists. Like he he averages less turnovers. He's shooting the same percentage from the field, right around fifty six, fifty seven percent. Um, on efficiency, 55 from the two two point and and 40 percent from three, where Ben Simmons is somehow managing to shoot a shittier percentage than last year. From three point. From three point, yeah, he's man he's managing to be worse than last year while he's at 16 percent this year from three, and That's he's tough. a career 10 percent three point shoot. So if you absolutely have to have two, yeah, give it to Tobias Harris. But one, Ben Simmons doesn't deserve it at all. But Should even though put, even though Philly is number one, that doesn't mean that they get to that have, they have to two. Have more, yeah, more than 100%, one hundred percent. Especially when they could have put yeah, they could have put Sabonis on there. 
Yeah, and that that's exactly where I was gonna get. Who who else could have gone in that slot? Sabonis a hundred percent from Indiana. I would say Fred Van Vliet from Toronto would be a fantastic. And if you want to look a little further down the win board, I guess you can always mm-hmm. go to Trey Young. Um, all of which are having good seasons. Sure, Trey Young's going to be penalized a little bit because the team's in 11, but we've already shown that on the West, that doesn't really matter. And the All-Star game yeah. is more about individual performance. Um, so there's plenty of options out there that would have been a better option than Ben Simmons, including somebody else on his own team. So I don't really You can't really use the whole record and 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 seeding argument against why somebody should because if if that was the case then with the crazy year that bradley bill is having them motherfuckers is third from the bottom so if that was the case then he shouldn't even be in the in the in the all-star game so obviously the record and where you at on the on your conference don't matter so yeah it could definitely be other people further down the list other than ben simmons i don't understand why they keep fucking voting his ass into the into the all-star game no, me either. Oh, I think yeah. this is like his third selection, and it's it's like, why, where, like yeah. I don't I don't quite get it. Hell, they could have put Colin Sexton in that slot, and I wouldn't have been as upset. Yeah, he's he been balling too, and he's been balling too. Another career high and you know points, forty percent from three. Like he's he's doing, he's doing more for his team, and I and it's just. I don't understand why I always have to talk about these things, even though I'm a Philly fan. I can't mm. understand why the rest of the league can't see what's right in front of their face. And maybe this year will be will be the wake up call. Because now, mm-hmm. now with the way Philly being the way they are, when they make it to, to, to the to the playoffs and they're going great, they go in as the number one seed and then still don't make it to the finals. Because Ben Simmons isn't doing enough to help Embiid, maybe that will be the wake up call. But no. I don't I don't really know don't what else happens. everybody else needs to see because like he has two good games or whatever, and they're like, Oh my god, look at Ben Simmons. Maybe he's finally flipping the switch. It's it's the next big thing. He's he's finally doing it after five years and hundreds of millions of dollars. Let's let's finally he's he's flipping the switch for one game. Ain't doing shit. So I don't understand where this constant need to bail out his shitty play comes from. The um the other person I was gonna say that I feel like you would have an issue with was uh for whatever reason you've been talking about this motherfucker, like he playing like ass, but Jason Tatum. I don't have a huge issue with Jaden Jason Tatum. I the the only the problem with Jason Tatum isn't a problem with Jason Tatum. It's a problem with me, because I'm comparing Jason Tatum to himself. I've mm-hmm. been watching his career traje- trajectory, the way he's been getting better, adding things to his game, and this isn't really a year that he's made the big leap that I was expecting him to make. The Celtics are underperforming. He has, I mean. The improvement set that he's made hasn't really been about adding things to his game. It's been taking away mistakes from his game, which is still valuable. Um, you know, he stopped taking some of those bad mid-range shots that he likes to fall in into. He's taking, he's making better decisions, but it's not yet at that point where it's translating to that next leap to 
full-blown superstardom. And maybe mm-hmm. that's something that he'll hit a little later going on going on into the season. Um, but that is really the issue, is just the fact that I'm comparing him to himself, which is unfair, maybe? But I was looking at his career arc and where he's been going, and it seems like he got to like that point, and instead of continuing on that curve, the, it, it, the curve kind of flattened a little bit. And maybe that's just a consolidation that's setting up for a nice move to the next level but that was really my only that's really my only issue let's call it with jason tatum but i don't really have an issue with him being named an all-star his mm-hmm. his numbers support it um i mean they're definitely better than fucking ben simmons numbers um and it's not even close but so his numbers support it the team maybe isn't doing as well but he's still made a leap to increase his scoring. He's averaging a career high in points per game. He's averaging a career high in rebounds per game and assists. So he is getting better. It's just not the astronomic leap I was hoping for. So I don't have an issue with him being an all-star selection at 26 so other than other than Ben Simmons, you got an issue with anybody else on that list? Or would you swap anybody on there? No, I'm pretty happy with most of that. I'm really happy to see that Jalen Brown got the nod. I know we talked about that last week. I was really happy to see Zach Levine get the nod because um, I was Julius Randle. Yeah, Julius Randle had to get it. Like if he, if Julius Randle and Rudy Gobert didn't get selections, All Star Weekend just would have been over. For some reason, everybody hates Rudy Gobert, and I don't understand it. Like, like <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like he, he gets no love ever. From anybody, the fans, the media, other players, like nobody respects Rudy Gobert. And it's also nice to see him make a little ba- bounce back after his uh, microphone incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. That's why they all giving him shit. You'll be fucked up everything. <laughs> yeah, so it is. <laughs> they like, man, we probably could have played like, like three more weeks in the in the stadium with the stand, with the fans if it wasn't for him. You got us out here feeling like motherfucking bubble boy with your ass. Stop touching the microphones, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, that so was I, crazy. Yeah, I was really happy to see him get, get the nod. Really happy to see Julius Randle and Zach Levine. They both um, deserved it. And one person, so Vucevic, I thought he was going to get snubbed. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. He was like, he was the person that I was expecting to come in here and drop a bomb and be like, how did nobody like I was prepared for my head to explode on this one because I was a hundred percent positive he was gonna get snubbed. So that was a nice surprise, and I I'd say it's one of those things that I'm really happy the coaches got right. Because he really deserved it, and he's probably him and Terrence Ross are like the primary reason the magic are as good as they are at the moment. But mm-hmm. He definitely deserved the nod, and it's nice to see somebody get the recognition that otherwise would have normally got snubbed. Um, but on the sad side, I'm sad to not see Fred Van Vliet in there. He's a walking yeah. bucket, man. An undersized uh-huh. guard, killing it for them, carrying the primary hate score him. load. No, I don't think anybody hates on him. I just think nobody really wants to root for the... Tampa Raptors right right now. I think they're uh, just waiting for the them to make their next move or see what their next move is going to be. But Van Vliet is the one holding that team together at the moment. So I don't really I, have I, a 
I haven't even been really paying attention to the damn Raptors this year. Yeah, very few people have. I mean, they're kind of just riding the middle of the season at the moment. They're still, I mean, they're in the playoff race. They're sitting at the fifth yeah, seed. No, uh, they're above they're... five. They're above five five hundred. Van Vliet's leading the team in scoring at like twenty two, twenty three a game in that in that range. I mean, he's really the reason that they're being held together. So I'm not a. I'm sad to see him not get the All Star nod, but the only person that I would pull off of there is Ben Simmons to replace him with. So. Yeah, fucked up NBA. Stop giving Ben Simmons shit that he didn't earn. Stop paying him ahead of time. <laughs> Stop crowning him. He's not the next anything. Let's prove that he can live up to being his damn self first. <laughs> oh, man. This motherfucker pisses me off, man. All right, let, 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 let's get off him, man. Let's uh, let's get to our normals, man. Let's... uh, Is there... Is there I know we kind of brought this up last week, but there's really no point in talking about the rookies anymore, right? Until nah. something changes. Yes. Until there's a big change or a swing or something else, or Lamelo starts averaging ten, you know, turnovers a game. Liz, I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. to talk about there, so we'll skip past that. And um, as far as our race to the bottom. Come on, man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Both um, of y'all let me are in share. playoff yeah. spots. I know, I know. It's funny how the tables have turned, man. Zach Levine has oh, really man. carried Chicago, man. He's. <laughs> I know you was banking on the motherfuckers trading him too. They still could. They still could. They're not. Still, uh, they're there's not. still time. And, well, first of all, they're not going to trade him with them being in a playoff run. They're not going to trade him, yo. Yeah, that that is that is a hundred percent true. I think the only way they would have traded him by the deadline, which I think is like March twenty fifth, so it's coming up. Mm-hmm. The only way that they would have traded him is if they weren't in the playoff race. But being that they're going to be there for the play in tournament, I think that's it's more important to Chicago, especially with all the lost re- revenue, to get the extra games, show their face in the playoffs. So if they stay in that ten and above slot, you're right, mm-hmm. they don't trade him, and they're going to have to. They're going to have to make that decision ahead of time to say, you know what, there's no way we're going to make it to the 10, 10 slot, so we might as well cut our losses. But for the time being, I don't really see that being the case. Yeah, they're not about to get rid of him, bro. Yeah, which, you know, New York is right there. Same thing, seven seeds. So, I mean, you're really leading the race right now. Oh, you know it. Number fourteen. Um, where does that no where does that stack up in the entire league? So eleven and twenty one. Um, That's right. Yeah, They are third from the bottom in the whole league. Just Minnesota and Detroit are below them. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. Oh, Minnesota fired Ryan Saunders today. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, and they got um, Chris Finch from Toronto. Damn! Already, I saw uh, the notification. Uh, the last notification I saw on that was like they was asking permission yeah. to Toronto to, to even interview him. And now, damn, they, signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah, they was like, "Yo, we need permission. Yo, we hiring you, bro. Don't even worry about it." Yeah, you ain't got to fly here. Don't go to no interview. Don't even sign on the Zoom. You ain't got to do yeah, nothing. Yeah. Just uh, we good to go. We when, good to go. You get here, go? just bring all your shit. You yeah, heard? just just fly on over, fly on over. I think they had to name an interim for tonight's game because I think they play tonight. Um. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was it. They were asking for, for permission for Finch, and then that was pretty much all she wrote. All all that should happen before I had a time to even see. Like by the time I saw the that he had gotten fired, 
all the rest of the news was already there. Um, the one thing that was funny is they asked some somebody like I can't remember who it is they interviewed, and he was like, "Yeah, I found out about it the way y'all saw it. I was eating ice cream and shit, and just saw it." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I always think that's super funny. Like it's not funny, but it is really a, an interesting dynamic of sports in general. Like you don't find out about your coach getting fired until you hear it on the news. Players don't yeah. know they're traded until they hear about it on the news. Like nobody's telling them that they, they got traded. They're sitting there watching ESPN trying to see their dope-ass highlight from last night, and all they're seeing is a headline that they now live on the other side of the country. And that's you know, crazy, like, how it'll get to them. Yeah, that's nuts. I would be mad as hell if I got traded or got got released to something, and I'm chilling home watching a movie on uh on TNT or something, and then on a halftime, I see Ernie and them talking about that shit, and I'm like, not not – a movie watching a game yeah. on TNT and I see Ernie and them start talking about it. it's like you just in uh such and said or if I'm just chilling and I get a notification on my phone it's from ESPN and it's like breaking such and such and such released <laughs> or waived or traded to this for I'm like yo what like what I was driving to the stadium what you mean I'm released I mean we we've we've actually seen that we've seen players get pulled off of the court because they were traded before the game started that shit happened a lot in baseball. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, that does happen a lot in baseball. Getting so it's... pulled out the game in the middle of the game because they got traded. I'm like, yeah. yo, what? Man, y'all couldn't even wait until after the game. Let me finish. Hell no. Nah. We don't want him getting injured before he goes to his new spot. Fuck up the whole trade. All right. Sucks. I mean, that's the same thing we talked about last week with uh Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. Still no movement yeah. on them. Staying, still, still ain't playing. Nobody wants to get Anybody hurt. Nobody trade. wants to risk. And ain't nobody trading for them motherfuckers, man. Nobody want Drummond and nobody wants fucking Blake Griffin. Pe- like, what is Blake pe- Griffin? People want them. They just don't want them at their current price. Yeah. So, that's anybody in no rush. We're going to read that shit out. Watch. Yeah, that's a fact. But, yeah, that's a, that's kind of where we are at the moment. You're currently winning the race to the bottom. I'm a, I'm going to hold out hope. It's looking bleak at the moment. But just like Bro, you just told me, up, it's yeah. so easy. No, 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 no. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up at all. I'm going to hang in there. Cleveland we talk about. But this is Chicago we're talking about. Let me look at something real quick, yo. All right. This is this season. 2020, 2019-2020 uh, season. Who was at the bottom of the East? Cleveland. 2018-2019. Okay. Um, who was at the bottom? The Knicks. Then Cleveland. 2017 was when... 2017 was when um Brown was still there in 2017? 2017, 2018, right? Yes. You had to be there because they made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. good call. <laughs> so one, two, three, four. Let's go back 2013, 2014. Cleveland didn't make the playoffs, but they were below Chicago. Uh 2012, 2013. Cleveland. Ooh, third from the bottom. Below Chicago, come on, man. The 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 is there, okay? Cleveland is allergic from being in the the anywhere above. <laughs> what's this? Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. About twelfth in the conference, yo. Yeah, okay? no, they. You're right. They definitely have a losing addiction. Um, but the one thing, the one thing that is clear is. When they don't have a full blown star and a coach to match with it, Chicago doesn't go anywhere. 
and they've been struggling with that. Like Zach Levine has had like three or four coaches in the time that he's been at Chicago. I think he might be on his fifth coach actually in just the but time he's been there. Um, you can you could be the eight seed and make the playoffs, and still you you still ain't really go nowhere. That's true, but they're not even doing that. They haven't made the playoffs or even been above five hundred since Jimmy Butler's been there. Uh, this is the year. This is the year. This so, the year. which one is it? Are they going to be above five hundred, or are they going to be in the play-in tournament? Because they're not going to make a, a straight-up playoff spot. It's either going to be play-in. No, they're going to be in the play-in. Okay. They're definitely going to be above Cleveland, and they got they a good chance of being at or above five hundred. They got to make a move if they're going to be above five hundred. I don't think so. They're fourteen and sixteen now. They're two games away. Now things are going to get things are going to tighten up and get tougher as we come towards the end of the season when people actually are starting to jockey for position. They're not coasting, trying not not to get hurt. And a lot of those teams that are sitting there at that seven spot, eight spot that are, you know, two three games away from not having to be in the play in tournament, you're going to see things get a lot more competitive. And teams like Chicago, who are weak on defense, start getting easily pushed around off the floor. So if they don't make a move, it's going to be hard. It's going to hard. To see, it's going to be hard to see them finish above five hundred. But they can. They do have the ability to be in the play-in tournament. Yeah, we'll see. All I know is they ain't going to be. They're going to be above Cleveland, just like I said. We ain't got to talk about the Knicks. The Knicks making the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. They have a good chance of not even being a play-in team, so we don't have to talk about the Knicks at all. And if they mm. decide to make a move, they have a, they have chance to go even further. So, like we talked about, really happy to see the Knicks there. But I think we have covered everything for today. Is there any last thing you want to bring up? You got anything from uh, any other sports you cover that you want to hit real quick? Um, I ain't really been seeing nothing too much about anything in football yet um baseball only thing i've really seen that was crazy was what we talked about last week with the with that contract um but nah all right nothing. cool all quiet quiet. Home front. yeah it's kind of nice but you know when it's quiet that just means everything's gonna get crazy next week um what's the score right now with who uh i was watching the um the Celtics and Mavs, so it's 101 to 89. Mavs are up right now. We got the Nuggets and Blazers as the second of that back to back. That should be a really good game. Yeah, I'm about uh, to watch that. Uh. Yeah, Cleveland beat the Hawks. Detroit beat the Magic. We got Timberwolves and Bucks. Bucks are up big there. And Sixers are beating the Raptors. Golden State's up by two on the Knicks with only a minute left, so I might tune into that in the league pass to see how that finishes up. That'd be interesting to watch. All right, well, either way, go get some food, do your thing, and then we'll uh, reconvene next week. And uh, as always, appreciate you being here, man. Yes, sir. Much appreciated. And to everybody watching on YouTube, don't forget, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, Follow the podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud. Subscribe to us there. As always, all these subscriptions are free. You know, a like and a comment is also free. We just like seeing your interaction there. And if you enjoy watching this live and want to interact and be part of the the experience, maybe get a question there or float your opinion while we're actually recording you can come watch this on twitch all the links will be uh below but uh until next week 
We are the unpaid players, and we will see you. Peace out. Peace.